This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. My name is Perry Goldstein, and I am one of your co-hosts, joined, as always, by Maggie Loney. Um, We are doing a bit of a different show today. Um, We are almost at training camp. Yay! Which means this is probably the last show we're going to have to do before we talk about some real football. Um, So we thought in light of that, why not switch it up a little bit and use some of DraftKings Sportsbook's lines to help us predict where we think the Packers season is going to go from an individual player perspective, from a wins perspective, from other stats, etc. This was inspired by... um, them putting out obviously their season predictions. And I saw that the over under on the Christian Watson receiving touchdowns for the season was four and a half, um, which felt very low to me. I hit that over quite easily and also have been telling everyone and their mom to do the same thing. (laughs) So I thought, why not look at the rest of them and see how we feel about them. So before we get started, that's a little context, but Maggie, how are you feeling? It, it just, it finally feels kind of surreal almost that football's like back this week because we've been talking about it and saying that training camp is getting closer and closer. And we're seeing videos of like Aaron Jones and Christian Watson and Jordan Love and all these guys like out practicing together. And now we're actually going to see them this week in Green Bay, like Dream Drive, Kids on Bikes. It's, it's the best. It's, it's so be exciting. It's so exciting. Um, I cannot wait. This is like, season's actually here that's what it feels like uh when training camp starts we're gonna get the bikes like you said we're gonna get the whole deal you'll be up there um i will not unfortunately um but we're gonna get real football so why not before real football starts predict what we think is gonna happen when real football happens money hopefully maybe but (laughs) let's disclaimer this by saying we are not experts if you choose to put money down based on our thoughts that is wholly your responsibility. And if you win a bunch of money, Venmo us some. Just kidding. <laughs> if you win a bunch of money, though, we do get credit. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate a shout out on Twitter. Um, so like I said before, this was inspired because I felt like the four and a half receiving touchdowns on the season for Christian Watson was almost disrespectfully low, um, especially because he had more than that in his rookie season. So maybe people are just down on 
um, on love. I'm not sure, but would you have, would do you, did you think that was low as well? Yeah. I mean, I know that he got like really hot and you could argue that there's a difference with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback versus Jordan Love, but he had seven touchdowns in 14 games last season. So, and that's, you know, not counting like, you know, the, the Minnesota game ad nauseum that's been talked about that would have been a touchdown. So I think the opportunities are there. And I think there were, there was a lot he left on the table as a rookie. Mm -hmm. And now the fact that he's working with Jordan Love all off season, like I would absolutely bet the over on that one. Like, unless there's like some freak injury, if he's on the field for, okay, if he's on the field for at least 10 games, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, and that's also, look, I this was receiving touchdowns because that's how these betting books do it. He had seven. He also had two rushing touchdowns. So I just don't see a world where Christian Watson has less than five, uh, less than five receiving touchdowns on the season. Um, like you said, if he's healthy. So I pulled a couple others. Some are very interesting to me. Um, we'll do a couple player props. Um, then we'll do a few kind of overarching Green Bay ones. But let's start with, you want to start with Jordan Love? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So interestingly enough, Jordan Love has... They have him at 3,350.5 regular season passing yards. I think I'm taking yeah. the under. You're taking the under? You think they're going to run the ball a lot? Yeah, and I mean, I think it it's just kind of the style of offense that we're going to see the Packers gravitating towards with Matt LaFleur. And I think Jordan Love will scramble a little bit. Like, it's really hard, right, because Aaron Rodgers – hasn't had a number that low when he's played a full season since like 2013, you know, but Aaron Rodgers was always a pass heavy throw first offense. And I think with Jordan love, everything's going to be a little bit more balanced. So that that's a, honestly a really tough line. Like, cause I could see his overall numbers being like 3,500 or yes. 3,400, but I feel very similarly. I think that this is actually right on the money. Um, if it was me, I wouldn't touch this bet with like a 10 foot pole just because I have no idea what this offense is going to look like. And we don't know what Jordan is going to look like. Um, it could range from very under this to very over this, but I did think that like this felt right at where you and I would probably guess he would be by the end of the season. With that being said, they also have him at 21 and a half regular season passing touchdowns. I'm trying to like I'm trying to do quick math. So 21 touchdowns is not that's at least like, a that's at least a passing touchdown a game. Which and is I very reasonable. Yes. I also think that this is one that I would bet the over on. Yeah. So going back, I pulled up a calculator cuz I'm a nerd. But the 3350 yards he would have to have 197 passing yards per game which if you break it down in like a 17 game season that feels doable you know like that under 200 yards a game through the air yeah but there's also some really really good defenses on the schedule this year so I could see it being like a really run heavy kind of season I agree but I also think with the way that the Packers are going to use the running backs in the passing game that at least in my mind 21 and a half touchdowns feels 
like a milestone that Jordan Love should reach, especially if we think that Christian Watson is going to have a nice year. The Packers just have a really young receiving core, and I include kind of all the weapons, all the pass cashers in that core. And you kind of expect some level of ups and downs, especially like with young tight ends. So I, in my head, I leave room for like player error on that side, right? Like drops, miscues, et cetera, things that aren't in Jordan Love's control. Um, But I think at least a passing touchdown a game should feel reasonable, right? It should, that should be somewhat of an expectation. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, if we're talking about Christian Watson getting like seven himself, that's already your third of the way there. And you can't tell me that like Romeo Dobbs, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, like those guys are going to get theirs, especially knowing the connection that they have with Jordan already. Um, Josiah DeGuaro will probably get in there. Like I absolutely would take the over on this one. Amazing. I agree. So speaking of, there are two different bets for regular season rushing touchdowns. They have both Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon at six and a half, which again feels low to me, Um, especially Aaron Jones. Um, I think he's going to be the focal point of the offense this season, just like he has been in a number of years. And I know that Packers fans just want to see more Aaron Jones all day, every day. But I think last season, if you're Matt LaFleur and you're doing a self-scout, you're looking at how little you used Aaron Jones in the red zone, and you're thinking, I need to correct that this year. Um, some of that might have been check checkouts of RPOs by Aaron Rodgers. We will never know. Um, but if I'm going into the season, I'm thinking my number one read um, – always, but my number one read should always be Aaron Jones. Um, And I think six and a half rushing touchdowns feels way too easy for him. Well, and that's what's so weird, right? Is like the fact that he had seven touchdowns last season, but only two rushing touchdowns, like most of them, and they weren't all, you know, it's not like they were like 70 yard dimes, right? Like a lot of these were like shovel passes and things that just like statistically count as a receiving touchdown, even though they're, basically like behind behind the line of scrimmage anyway but yeah it's weird to look at his numbers and see that he only had seven touchdowns and that five of them were technically receiving touchdowns so if we're talking about six and a half on the ground I think things get a little bit fuzzy because I could see him having like a five or six rushing touchdown five or six receiving touchdown kind of season Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I still think that I agree with you as far as the this is going to be a, a kind of run heavy offense, at least to start the season. So I think he's going to get rushing yards really early and some rushing touchdowns. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Yeah. So what do you think then of the AJ Dillon six and a half? I just find it interesting that they're listed at the same because I would have AJ Dillon lower. I think given the way that he was utilized at the goal line, I don't see that changing. So the fact that he had seven touchdowns and a lot of them were like one yard dive over the pylon kind of thing like that, I could see happening again. You know, like, I don't know if we're going to see, hopefully we see a lot of like cool creativity with pony package at, at the yeah. goal line. But I think that's where AJ Dillon is going to kind of like eat is in those like short goal to go situations. So I think, I, I would think, I think I'd put the over on both of them. You would put the over on both of them. Love it. Um, Maybe I'm just too optimistic. I don't know, but <laughs> no, I agree. I think you make a really good point with like the uses usage of AJ Dillon and like what his strengths are for sure. Um, That being said, they both have also similar rushing yards per season. Um, They have AJ at 725 and a half rushing yards and Aaron Jones at 800 and a half rushing yards. This one is really tough for me because both backs get used in the passing game, right? So I don't necessarily care whether their yardage is, through the air or on the ground. I just care about yardage. I should have looked at yards from scrimmage. I'm not sure that DraftKings has that yet. If you're asking me if I think each of these guys will have this number in total yards, yes. Do I necessarily think AJ Dillon is going to have, you know, an over 700 yard rushing season? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm curious what you think. I think it's possible for Aaron Jones also just given like, where he's at personally with some of the achievements he could have after this season within the Packers organization, right? We know he's only about 1200 yards, total yards away from being, what is it? Fifth overall um, in Packers history. So I think there's some like motivation there on his end, but for me, it doesn't feel like AJ Dillon will reach this number. Yeah. It's so for me, I, I think even if you had set the bar at like 900 or 950 yards on the ground for Aaron Jones, I would have taken it because mm-hmm. I just think that he's so dynamic and that's what you expect from him is, you know, the yak, like the yards after contact, like he, and that's not to say AJ Dillon can't do that, but we don't typically see AJ Dillon kind of break loose for like 15, 20 yards at a time. He can, we've seen it, but it's yeah. not, I think the usage of how both of these backs are going to be in the LaFleur offense. I could see AJ Dillon, he had, what, 200 yards receiving last season. I could see him having 300, 400, but I don't know if I see him hitting that 770 yards rushing again. So I would take the under for him, but I think I would absolutely hammer the over for Aaron Jones. Me too. Like I said before, I think Aaron Jones is just going to be the focal point of this offense. It's really fun to talk about all the young receivers, and of course I want to see Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs kind of blow up in their second years, but let's not pretend like the best weapon is in Aaron Jones because it right. is. And he will be used accordingly. Um, And I think he's going to be really important to lean on, especially with Love getting his footing under him. 
I think about like this offensive line too and what the potential starting five is going to look like. And it's going to be guys that Aaron has been running behind also for quite a lo- number of seasons now. So he's going to be really comfortable with what they're able to give him. So I just hope that Matt LaFleur uses him more. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm ready for just an entire oh. offense of off tackle behind David Bakhtiari. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that he's healthy, just get him out there. Um. Okay, so this one was interesting. So obviously DraftKings doesn't have every single player and it would have been kind of fun to find like more obscure players to place some bets on, but it's really only starters at the moment. So I was looking on the defensive side of the ball just to switch things up and they had one that I'm really curious your thoughts on because this is a player that I think it's a little overlooked, right? He's been so steady. They've obviously extended him a number of times now, kept him on the team. We love it. Rashawn Gary is out. So Preston Smith is edge one. And for the foreseeable future, obviously they drafted LVN. Um, We don't really know yet what he's going to look like or how he's going to be used. JJ Anagbari looked great, but like Preston Smith is edge one until Rashawn gets back. And DraftKings has him at... 7.75 sacks on the season. So you had made a prediction a little bit ago about Preston sacks. And this is essentially saying Preston's going to get eight sacks on the season, which he has flip-flopped so much over the course of his time, not just in Green Bay, but in Washington with the kind of like production that he has. But given the opportunity for him to really shine and that this line is a little bit more beefed up now, how do you feel about eight sacks for Preston Smith? That's really funny because as you were talking about Preston Smith, I was like, I would set the floor for him at eight sacks. So I, I, would, I would take the over. Yeah, I mean, he had the down year in 2020, but 2019, when he had like a really good Zadarius Smith opposite him, he had... 12 sacks and then 2021 he had nine 2022 he had 8.5 so with a healthy Rashawn coming back with LVN with Kenny Clark like I think that he is going to get his looks because people know now like who Rashawn Gary is and he's on an upward trajectory and he's the kind of player the teams are going to think about stunts and double teams for which is going to free up Preston Smith and that's not to say he's not deserving of those things himself but I think the focal point is going to be on the Kenny Clarks and the Rashawn Gary's and Preston should not be underrated, but he'll kind of clean up some of those opportunities and get get more get more numbers this year. Yeah, I feel very similar. I actually thought that eight should be like right around where you would like him to be, which cuts it close if you're wanting to make this bet. But I would put the over also. I think especially with Rashawn out, just given his like opportunity um, to really get into the backfield. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.